Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that thinks Ripper should have had his own spinoff. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Damn, I would just be such a fan of that. He could have carried his own show so easily. So his presence easily. is so damn strong. Oh man, like what were they thinking? Oh no, we went over this. It was some bullshit with the BBC and like Merlin. Right, yes, they some wanted... other fantasy show. Yeah, they wanted to make a Ripper spinoff. They were like, we have Tony, we must use him. Yeah. Like, you all, you think that David Boreanaz was their first choice? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the model turned actor. No shade. <laughs> No shade to David Boyanis. He's very pretty. Uh, He's very good looking. Oh, Michaela, this is, this is weird. Something's happened to my notes. Um, oh, no. I'm seems so, like I'm so every worried. instance of the word magic has been replaced with the word drugs? <laughs> Oh fuck! This is gonna this is gonna be bad. I'm gonna this be won't so make any sense. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, none of this is gonna make any sense anymore. I'm sorry, Michaela. We're gonna just Podcast gonna have to roll over? with it. Oh. No, I oh. think we're gonna have to roll with it and okay. see how we do. I'll just tell you if I'm ever confused. Every you time, probably will be. Yeah, yeah. I'll just let you know. Absolutely right. So Ripper binds Willow up with some green drugs of some sort. This is season six, episode twenty-two, Grave. That too. Uh, this is original air date May twenty-first, two thousand and two. Which you might recall is the same original air date as the previous episode. So they aired them back to back, which, thank God. It's very strong two-parter vibes. And don't you just feel like if you're watching the previous episode and And Giles shows up. up, And you're like, I need to see, I need to see what happens. No, I had to watch this episode immediately after. Right? Wouldn't you just have been so angry if I was like, no, we'll just do them one at a time? I would have been very mad with you, especially (laughs) since last episode was very light on anything happening. This one is too, actually. It's pretty, pretty pretty straightforward, I think. Yes. The plot is straightforward, but there's so much character development Mm -hmm. or just people airing grievances (laughs) about things they've had the whole season. Introspection is happening. Right? I've got some thoughts on some of the introspection that happens. We can talk about it. Right. So Ripper binds Willow up with some green energy of some sort. The G-Man's back and he's looking so good and he's got some magic and he's better than Willow. Drugs? Uh, Sorry, magic. Yeah, magic. Yeah. Oh no, Giles doesn't have any drugs. No, he's actually gone through something like this before and it makes it so weird that they went drugs here because he explicitly had this metaphorical drug problem that was a demon summoning problem before. Yeah, but it was... That wasn't drugs. But it was tied to magic and they were addicted to the feeling of the demons they true, were summoning. actually. Yeah. So it's similar. Maybe it does have precedent. Maybe think, it has more precedent than I want to admit. I think it does, but it wasn't... It's weird because in a way it was just as heavy-handed, but it didn't feel like it was. Because it was really only one episode that I was think brought up before. I think that's what it is. It's just the amount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happens over and over. Anyway, Willow gets bound up here. She is completely incapacitated. So good job, Ripper. Oh my god. He's got some power from somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere fancy. Mm. And he and Buffy have a touching moment. It's very touching. Which is really nice. He's like, you cut your hair. And they have a little hug. And then Anya Anya? disrupts it in such an Anya way. So cute. I, I colored my hair. Again. I'm blonde. (laughs) <laughs> and she wants to get in on the hug yeah. and it's like so perfectly distilled Anya. I really. She's like, my hair is also different. Please, <laughs> please also include me in the hug. Yeah. yeah. And it's very sweet. And it just feels 
so right that Giles is here. Oh, I'm so glad that he's back. Aren't you just like, my God, the next season would have sucked without Giles? When they tease that Giles is going to (laughs) die, I was so mad at them because I don't know anything about next season. I remember one thing from the end of next episode and that's it. Yeah. So I was like, Giles might die. Yeah. They might have brought him back. And it made so much sense. Like, even from a network perspective. It does make sense. Where they can get him back for one episode, right? Like, a day of filming. And that's all they can get Tony for. And then they're like, well, someone has to die. It's the last episode of the season. I was so, so worried for poor little Giles. (laughs) Tone. Oh, little Tony. Yeah. Yes, so Willow does some mind control on Anya as Ripper and Buffy are playing catch-up in the back of the shop. Yeah, it's... (laughs) Anya starts off by saying, that doesn't work on vengeance demons, and then the drugs are just so powerful. I'm doing it too. I'm I'm committing. I'm so confused now. What? (laughs) Fuck you! Yes, the drugs are too powerful for Anya to resist. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. Sure, it's wacky fun. So I've got a bunch of stuff about the what's happening in the training area of oh, the yeah. magic box. Essentially, Buffy is telling Giles about all of the nonsense that's happened this year. Yeah. And he's stone-faced. Like, right. he's just standing there absorbing all of it. And then she finally, I don't know why she tells him that she's been banging Spike. It's such a weird detail. It's been preying heavily on her, though. I suppose. I can understand why she's admitting this as part of the... Confessing. All of the confession, yeah. yeah. And so he's there, he's stone-faced, and then he's trying not to laugh. And then his laughter is so contagious. It's just charming. So contagious that SMG laughs on screen for the second and final time. And you notice she tries her best not to laugh, like, facing the camera. Yeah. So I have this picture of Giles just looking adorable that I've called so contagious Aww. with his cute little laughter. It is contagious. And then, yeah, SMG bends <laughs> over like one of the, what are those things called? A uh, horse? Hobby, Hobby horse? horse? Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to yeah. call it. So she bends over uh, to avoid showing her laughing face to the camera because she hates it. And we have Tattoo Gate Part 1. We do. I didn't notice the tattoo. I'm not going to call it a tramp stamp. It's not. <laughs> it's on the left side of her back. Yeah, it's not in the center. I think it's Exactly. tram stamp is very specifically in the center. And this doesn't look at all like a unicorn or a fairy or anything that would be traditionally tramp stamp. Usually it's sort of like a thin kind of in a rectangular shape, mm. you know, sort of like swirly pattern is yes. what I'm picturing for a, a tramp stamp. So like not rectangular, but like in that sort of yeah. zone. Anyhow, it's definitely not that. I don't know what it is, but in six years, we've never seen this tattoo that I recall. And we're going to see it twice this episode. God That's damn. why this is Tattoo Gate Part 1. Wow. So, I had no idea. Yeah. So we're, we're coming back later. That's fine. I have no pictures for this episode yeah, for the <laughs> listeners because... All, there's nothing, but I did no it anyways. Fashion. Yeah. My pictures are about other things. <laughs> Absolutely they are. So yes, Ripper and Buffy are playing catch up here. Uh, Giles is apologizing for leaving. You know, it's very sad. It is. But Buffy, at the same time, she understands now why he felt he had to, which is just the point of him leaving altogether, right? It has worked as he wanted it to. Yeah. and Sort of. I mean, he comes back and the reality is that, of course, things were very hard and were made harder because he left. So, like, now that he's back, he feels like he shouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. But Buffy did have to struggle and did have to try to get back on her feet by herself because of it. Yep. 
did it work? I mean, she was at that DMP. Does she still work there? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. I think so. She says in this episode that she does. I guess she's treading water. You know, she didn't lose her house. Mm-hmm. So that's something. Yeah. She has had a couple revelations this season about having to get back into living. Yeah. And some of them happened very early and <laughs> some of them have continued to happen. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like we've come back to it two or three times. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she has... At the very least, had this realization. Yes. At least once. At least. (laughs) But oh no. (gasps) Everything's terrible. Who? Willow is loose. Oh no. Yeah. Anya. Anya. (laughs) Carlos. (laughs) Let me tell Did you know that they remade Magic School Bus? Yeah. They've got new ones. I was watching it with my nephew. Miss Frizzle is played by Kate McKinnon. Is that right? Oh. From Ghostbusters, who I love. Oh my God. But she's gay, which is... I mean, I'm married, so sure. It, it's but <laughs> such a moot point either way. Like, it's so irrelevant either way. But she's delightful. Sure, I'm I'm on the Kate McKinnon train with you. And I have such a chance that you don't have. Oh, oh God. man. Oh, no. <laughs> Not married and female. Oh, Fuck. yeah. So much more of a chance with Kate McKinnon. <laughs> I've won the podcast, finally. You have indeed. <laughs> Anyway, right. What we're talking about, Buffy something. I don't know. Uh, I, I Carlos does and got yeah. us off track. That's fine. Right. So I don't know what's happening. Actually, I just want to bring up in here how they keep saying that if Willow kills the nerds, she's crossing that line. This is something that I had trouble with too, because she has definitely crossed a line and they made a big deal about killing one person being crossing a line, crossing the line, really. Right. But now they've redefined lines. And I guess you can certainly say, and I would generally say that each additional kill is worse and worse. So I agree with that, but they have gone against what they previously set up that killing a single person is crossing the line that it's this dichotomy of you are a killer or you are not a killer and now they've just gone back on that and been like well if she kills more people that's that's the line right she's already killed warren and rack but more people more people oh no 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 that's like buffy killing someone after killing all the corns on the cob Which is the the best retcon I've ever seen the in this show. The show just pretends it didn't happen. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really hard to reconcile, and too. up to this viewing, I was totally bamboozled by that. Like, <laughs> yeah. her fighting and killing the cobs, you just, you're like, whatever. It's such a gaslighting. It's not a big deal. It's amazing. They were all going to die anyways. Right. <laughs> okay. I don't have a segment for this, but I do want to briefly talk about what Buffy would be wearing right now in 2018. The end of that. Interesting. Because I don't follow fashion trends, but I have seen several things at my hipster office that I think would apply to Buffy. So we would have seen a couple years ago, Buffy would have been dressed in rompers, right? (laughs) She would have shown up, sorry, she would have shown up for a single episode wearing a romper. I did the romper one time. One time and that's it. Because that was about how pop how popular rompers were. Very briefly, yes. Yeah, for good reason. You have to disrobe entirely to go to the bathroom, right? It's insane. I don't care how comfortable they are. I don't think they look good in any way. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people share that opinion. So... Doesn't matter how fashionable they are. That's that's a fleeting trend. Now, <laughs> I mentioned a couple episodes ago that hipsters today look like you hung them over a bridge <laughs> upside down and shook them. Yeah. And they all just sort of, everything migrated a couple inches north. So like, Buffy would be wearing a black cap of stealth, but it would leave her ears completely yes. exposed. Things are just up. 
up. Everything's yeah. up. So the the hat is up. Then the the shirt ends way <laughs> higher than it should. But the pants, pants come yeah, up to they meet, meet it. it. They meet it. But the pants haven't been extended. They've just been raised. So the hem of the pants is up. Everything's up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just have like bare ankles right now i think is still yes. in yeah because i think you have socks but they're short socks. they're short socks and you so there's just have... a couple inches of ankle yeah because you're wearing like loafers or like a low shoe of absolutely some kind. you are yeah my thinking is that these are the sorts of things that the people on riverdale are currently wearing oh right? yes that's the, the the kind of stuff that buffy would likely be wearing the difference of course being that riverdale is set in high school mm-hmm. so they're going to be dressing like high schoolers of now rather than buffy's dressing like college mm-hmm. and still i would say at this point or maybe a bit older like young adults right yeah so yeah i'll see if i can find some some wacky shit from riverdale and add it to our pictures do you have any sort of comments on exactly what she might be wearing or is it all the like just up so that's very hipster Mm -hmm. like that's what the hipsters are definitely wearing i don't know that that applies to everyone though oh interesting. you know so we were doing super 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 skinny pants but the problem with that is that once everyone has those skinny pants they don't have to keep buying them so you can't continue that i've seen like wide legs coming back oh yeah Yeah. bell bottoms are just wide all the way through both Mm. just too wide in general (laughs) for me just things are very flowy oh we're going back right what was it season three where all of her coats didn't fit right because they were too big yeah yeah and this is the other thing right there's just there's only so many different (laughs) things what we haven't seen from buffy ever is a blanket scarf that's true and that would have definitely come up had it been made around now yeah like she would have been wearing a scarf that was covering most of her body and she and every other female character on this show will be wearing leggings at all times. Oh my god. Yeah, don't forget about that. The leggings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they are rampant in yes. business contexts yep. too. Oh yeah. yeah. This is the thing too. It's hard to find reasonable business pants mm-hmm. as a woman because they are either skin tight and you're like, I don't know that I want to wear this to the office. Or they're just so baggy that you're right. like, I'm, I'm a, is it a skirt? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Pants is hard. Especially ladies pants which are garbage sized they're garbage yeah yeah and <laughs> don't stretchy, account though. for anything basically honestly i will take the pants we have now all day every day over the just denim like denim skinny jeans mm. from i want to say the 80s the pants that you literally have to lie on the bed and use the coat hanger to put on right and then you can't sit because you can't bend your legs and sometimes to get them off, you just sit in the bath first to soften them. <laughs> oh, yeah. The future is pretty great. Right? Oh, these, the stretch, like whatever sort of nonsense. Yeah, no, I've got a lot in of my, my pants. denim pants stretch. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> great anyway back to buffy xander is a fuck up at even just running away he casually drops on dawn that spike tried to rape your sister what is he doing this is not the time this is not the time this is not the tone no what This is just more of what we hate about Xander. Yeah. He's having a bad day. He's having his little pity party for himself. And then he's like, oh, you think Spike's so great? You love Spike so much? Well, he tried to rape your sister. And you're like, uh, no, 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 no. And then he brings it back to Buffy being like, this is the classic Summers girl thing. You can never tell that vampires are evil. And you're like, we get it. A vampire killed your best friend, (laughs) Jesse. That was 
five, six years ago now. You know what? He's probably just jealous because of the chemistry that Spike had with Joyce. It's true. Yeah. And he wanted to have that chemistry with Spike as he had had with Angel. Yeah, it's true. He never really got his chance with Spike. No. Anyway, it's all garbage. Xander will eventually redeem himself this episode, but... They're starting off bad. I got some things to say about that too. So yes, we'll get there. Absolutely. And as I noted last episode, Andrew has been allowed to keep his sword for inscrutable reasons. It's hard to say. Like, <laughs> I, I'm okay with someone having the sword. Like, Xander, Xander should have the sword. Yeah. And Lil J has been shown to be trustworthy, but still, let Don have his sword for Let fuck's Don sakes. have the sword. Yeah. And just like I was saying last episode, <laughs> anytime Spike is mentioned, <laughs> we cut to Spike. <laughs> This is possibly the worst effect we've ever it's seen in this so show. fucking bad. So Spike is here. He's killed a bunch of demons, right? And he's like, bring it on. He's I'm like, tough. like, I can kill demons all day, every day. Oh, right. What's our Spike impression? Sorry. All right, Gov. Give me some more demons to fight, I'm, isn't it? I'll kill all those demons. <laughs> Righty-ho, then. Cheerio. Daniel Craig here. <laughs> Perfect Spike impression, I know, yes. right? <laughs> Oi, what's all this thing? Fake scarab beetles crawling all over me. You gotta be having a laugh. I'm tempted to say that it is a worse effect than the scarab beetle effect from the original mummy. Yeah. Which... That terrified me as a kid. As a child. So this is the problem, is that we were both children when we watched that for the first time. So, you know, maybe we're not really... But that, I think, I think is 1999. So that's three years before this. But it's one shot that happens very quickly in a television show. It's true. And, and like, you're like, they can't spend a lot of money can't. on it. They got other things. They There's really so much do. magic shit happening. Like they so it's tough. It's like we need this icky thing to happen. But just pick something else. Like slime you- happening. You know, slime going all up his face, matrix style, right? The, like, metallic sheen that goes into his mouth. Something like that. I actually pictured that thing that kills Tasha Yar. The, like, black ooze stuff. No, let's not go to that. That was the worst effect of that show as well. That's what I pictured, though. That's where my mind went. So it stuck with me. Bad effects stick with you. They really do. (laughs) And let me tell you, Michaela, if I thought the magic box got wrecked up last episode, I had no idea. Major structural damage. They are like... The magic box is done. We have had two seasons of it. That's enough. I'm so sad. Pour one out for the magic box. It is very sad. Shit. It's interesting because normally in a season finale, I don't know if someone always dies or there's like a threat of someone dying. And that doesn't happen here. But the magic box dies. And it's really sad. And it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they're they're standing beneath the sort of second floor restricted section, Giles and Buffy. And then Willow tries to pull it down on them. When the second floor comes down? Oh, man. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. So, right. Willow's killing some shit here. She's wrecking up everything. She has Buffy and Giles to deal with. So she's like, fuck this. Let's send a magic ball of fire after the nerds. It's going to kill them unless, Buffy, you run after it and stop or, you know, knock them out of the way just in time so it doesn't kill them. Buffy does jack shit, first of all. She does. Jack shit. Second of all, I love the mockery when Willow's like, (laughs) unless somebody somehow can get there in time to save them. And Bobby's like, oh no, that's me. (laughs) 
I should go. And everyone's like, no, you should go, Buffy. Like, it sounds like you're going to be needed. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it a magic ball of fire or is it like a drug ball? Oh, where does, sorry. Where does this break down? Yeah. Mm. It, it's a ball of drugs. I don't, it's a ball of fire. It's fine. It's like a little eye of Sauron. Yeah. 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 It's adorable. And it's going to kill Andrew and Will J for sure. And everyone that's with them. Everyone. Because it's some sort of, I don't know, very powerful bomb, I guess. Sure. <laughs> Willow has picked up the trapped on a ceiling trick from Rack and employs it on Ripper here. You know, for someone who claims to hate Rack, you are bringing up Rack even though he's dead. (laughs) Yeah, I'm clearly obsessed. I was actually super worried. I'm like, Giles has had too many concussions for this. Right? This like ceiling floor business. No. Mm -mm. He gets head wounds here. It's bad. It's bad. So Giles is being thrown around here. Yeah. And he's got a plan, right? He does. In in this situation, I'm definitely playing it more like, hey, Willow, I'm hoping you're not entirely evil. Beating me up? Does that make a lot of sense? I'm trying to talk to her, I guess. And Giles is just sort of like trying to antagonize her. Because he wants her to get to a place where she feels like she has to take the magic from him. It's true. Yeah. And if he's too transparent about that, I think maybe she sees through it because she's still smart. She's still Willow. Yeah. And then at the same time, he doesn't want her to get bored and leave because hmm. that also ruins his plan. Speaking of Willow and her plans, are you ready for the worst line of this episode of Welcome <laughs> to the Hellmouth? No. Okay. Excellent. Willow gets too much juice from sucking Giles dry. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you think it's too much or it's just the best juice she's ever had? You know? There's a lot of it. It's everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. She can feel everything. She turns into Professor X wearing Cerebro, right? Or God. Like a vengeful Old Testament style God who can feel all of the suffering on the planet and knows that a solution to this is just to kill everyone who's in pain. I would just want to make it clear that, like, I'm not as big of an X-Men fan as I think I come off as on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that time uh-huh. I tried to insist upon Boneclaw Wolverine. <laughs> and now that I'm trying to insist that she's Professor X wearing Cerebro. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Why would you be, why would I think that you're an X-Men Huge X-Men nerd. Uh, just yeah. making all of these references to X-Men. I don't know. It's fine. Hmm. Man, X-Men Origins Wolverine is one of the worst films I have ever watched. Wow. In my life. Well, that's... It was terrible. Did you see the Japan one? No. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I was scarred, you know? Oh, is Origins the one where they have, like, sort of Deadpool? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds yeah. plays Deadpool with his mouth sewn up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you took the Merc with the mouth? Yeah, and they, they... And this was your first idea for what to do with him on screen. It's okay, though, because that's all been erased. Yeah, Deadpool 2, <laughs> let me tell you, good shit happens. <laughs> that, uh, that's also canonical. Yeah. Like, the entire ending of Deadpool 2, canonical. <laughs> which is amazing. Ryan Reynolds is a Canadian treasure. He is! Yeah. It's true. He's Canada. Ca- Canadian treasure. Top 10. Yeah. most things probably yeah. life expectancy yeah other things <laughs> actors that people don't know are from canada we're, oh. we might be number one in that oh i think we are <laughs> 
All right. I think this is time for our first segment, if you don't mind. I certainly don't. Michaela, I want to know one thing. What's that? Are you pondering what I'm pondering? (sighs) Probably. Our first segment called The Same Thing We Do Every Night. Are you pondering what I'm pondering, Pinky? Sure, Brain, but how are we going to find chaps our size? Oh, oh, try to take over the world. There we go. That's it. I got there. You okay. got it. You got it indeed. <laughs> the wheels. Did you see the wheels? Oh, I heard them turning. Are you kidding? That's good pod. My brain was like, it. I know. I know. I, we can do it. <laughs> All right. If you were to take over the world, how would you do it? Oh, I thought you were going to say, what would my first new world order? Or that. <laughs> That's fine too. I don't... Mm. Okay, so take over the world. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know this about me, listeners, but sometimes I have mild conspiracy thought that... I don't really believe in. Right. But just passes through my mind. Again, this will be a segment in the future. Sure. But I think about my Fitbit and I think about how many people have a Fitbit. Ooh. And how like controlling all the people with a Fitbit wouldn't take over the world, but would probably be a good start, you know? And then maybe it doesn't have to be a Fitbit. It's it's sort of the Kingsman model of taking over the world. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Where you give everyone, every, you do something to everyone's phone. Everyone mm-hmm. has a phone. And I mean, in that case, it's you try to get all the poor people to murder each other. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. And so this would be something to the effect of you somehow, I don't know how you mind control everyone with their phone. But aren't they already sort of mind controlled yeah, by their Yeah, I would phone? say that there are very many similarities in how mobile games, especially right now, are run. Yeah. There are data scientists out there and probably psychologists who are employed to get you to do very specific behaviors that are currently targeted towards advertisements. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm possibly more of a conspiracy theorist on this topic than you are. Good. Because I work at a technology company yeah. and I've worked at several others and the amount of analytics that technology companies gather on you is i would hesitate toward the use the word disturbing on yeah. a podcast at least because <laughs> they could hear everything we're saying right yeah 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 <laughs> don't don't be afraid to use the internet guys it's great it's a force for good my <laughs> way of doing this is yeah. i mean we all know that in the future right um internet points will determine how powerful you are it's gonna right? be that episode of fucking black mirror it's gonna yeah. be the new currency right yeah so what i'm gonna do is just write a couple bots right and what they do is they take what was the highest voted thing on reddit six months ago oh yeah and they repost it i mean there are definitely people doing this yeah already yeah and how many internet points are they getting i'll get more than them well there's the guy i think his username is Galloboob, mm-hmm. where like he his system of gaming reddit and getting all of this karma literally got him a real job like a real life job (laughs) doing i mean something in that vein essentially for some sort of tech company so i will be de facto king yeah when i do this internet king yeah yeah and then king of the real world at that point and a big part of it is not even just the reposting but finding content that people have not essentially marketed the correct way, mm. right? They have a shitty title right? or they've not posted it to the right place, whatever, and just sort of <laughs> stealing their content and saying- Oh man, freebooting, yeah. Yeah, looking this, look at this better way that I am presenting it, yeah. Anyway, I will be hoisted on the shoulders of a, a throng <laughs> that chance I have never seen this <laughs> in response to everyone saying, this is a repost. <laughs> Well, I've not seen it. Therefore, it's good content. And they will make me their king. They will. Yeah. All right. Good segment. Uh, I've got the next scene titled Fireballs from the Sky. And I think 
this reminds me of a couple things. Reminds me of the Reading Rainbow theme. Because you can just hear, fireballs from the sky. I can fly twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. Or Wrecking Ball. Oh, no. Yeah. Came in like a fireball. That one's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because it also has the connotation of wrecking things. That's the intent here, right? Is there also something about Plastic Bag? Does that song have fireballs in it? I mean, it's called Firework. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that fucking song is. Plastic Bag song. Yeah. Yeah. You look so disappointed in me for some reason. Right. So Buffy arrives just in time to save the nerds or question mark. I don't think she does anything. They she all tackles see them, right? coming and then she's like, get down. And, and all she manages Night to do. Night Fury, get down. All she manages to do is fall in a hole and take fucking Dawn in with her. She shows up and falls in a hole. That's what so, happens. So Xander concussion count goes up. Weird caves in Sunnydale go up by a huge margin here. I don't know what this, like, underground network is. This underground network where they're dumping most of the bodies in the Sunnydale, one of the Sunnydale cemeteries. And I have so many questions about trapping your protagonist in a hole for the end of the finale. It's because the point is supposed to be that Xander's not useless. Yeah. And so letting Buffy be able to get there... Buffy's going to insert herself, right? Absolutely, and she tries to, incessantly. Yeah. Yeah, she's not allowed to. So, because she's in a hole. Yeah. (laughs) And I've got, there's something I love about the Slayer being defeated by a common 30-foot hole, you know? Well. Everyone has their weaknesses, and hers is, she can't, she can't yet climb out of a hole by herself. In the future, she'll be able to. The thing. But right now, she doesn't believe. Well, it's also a metaphor, right? She's trapped in a hole of her own emotions. No, like, she started trapped in the ground. Mm. And now she's trapped in the ground again. In the cemetery, yeah. And the ground is literally trying to fight her. Right, And yeah. then, instead of, like, clawing her way free, she gets to climb up into the sun with dawn, right? And, and like, a beautiful flowery garden. Yeah. 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 Like the bright new future. Right. The nerds start legging it towards Mexico as their swords fall down into the hole rather conveniently. So Buffy's out of commission. Xander is concussed and unconscious. And Jonathan's bravery really only goes so far. Yeah, which reads correctly. Yeah, I get it, guys. That's in character, man. And like, he's only trustworthy so far. Xander had no plan. No, so clearly not. And he almost got them killed. Yeah, like (laughs) staying here and just what waiting for them. Bad idea. So they are hot footing it off to Mexico as they should. Mm -hmm. I mean, will borders save them? Not at all. But. At least they'll be in Mexico. Yeah. That's nice. Maybe they'll get a tan. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. So now that Ripper has been sucked dry, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. now that Willow has grabbed all the drugs that he was carrying, right? Right, and taken all of them. Yeah. She just injected them all over her body. All yeah. over, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can feel where she is at all times. It doesn't. You know what I like about this? What's that? Is that Giles gets so much exposition. <laughs> The amount of exposition in this episode, Giles gets a lot. Yeah. Anya is going to get a prodigious amount. There's a lot of explaining that's about to happen. Holy bejesus. Bejesus. They have some things to get into this episode. Yeah. They're like, um. That that need to happen real quick with zero setup. Satanic temple. 
uh, feel everything. Uh. Right? Like, Willow is a god. She's going to use a satanic temple that has never been mentioned to kill everyone who's suffering on Earth, which is everyone. And you're like, holy shit, what happened to this episode? And yeah. it still feels light on content somehow. Strangely. So no, I mean, this temple, it's buried underground at Kingman's Bluff, obviously was buried in the same earthquake that buried that church that the master was trapped in. And possibly the church where the Shumash tribe this, there are things buried in the ground, mm-hmm. you know? So from that perspective, you're like, it's California. There are earthquakes. Things do get buried. Why was there a random satanic temple here? <laughs> Is it an ass pull? Yes. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's a good one. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. It's good entertainment. As I've said, this satanic temple is metal as fuck. Metal as fuck. (laughs) Oh, this lady. I mean, Eve with the the snake. It's not Eve, though. It's the goddess that that Willow is trying to summon or something. It's got some crazy name. I think it's it's in the wiki. I don't give a shit. She's got a snake wrapped around her that's tastefully covering up the nips and the the lower areas. I guess that's a good point. She would be more naked if it was more metal. Yeah. So it's like kind of metal. It's kind of metal. It's TV metal. Yeah, it's TV metal. You're right. (laughs) She's got a tongue and it's pierced with something probably it's all crazy yeah no and willow's here and she's just she can just do whatever at this point she's just so hella powerful yeah <laughs> don confronts buffy as they are both down in this hole about leaving her in a rapist's crypt yeah and you're like you know what that's that's probably a good call that's a real grievance don's like, got a legitimate grievance yeah like it was a very bad idea and buffy is hella dumb like you left her with clem true yeah but you thought you were taking her to spike and this is something that we brought up yeah and wondered about and don's angry about it that she, she should be. be yeah ah. and buffy has nothing to say really Buffy says something interesting here where Don's like, hey, what if this tunnel leads to Spike's crypt? Mm -hmm. And Buffy says something that, let's say, narratively is resonant or metaphorically makes sense, which is Spike's crypt is the last place we want to be. It makes zero sense. Mm -hmm. Spike's crypt is the first place they want to be. They They want to be there because it has surface access, which is the one thing they are critically lacking. Or some shit. Maybe, does he have a ladder? They're know. not. Fo- he like he has he's stairs. Got some he's got some up. way up to the surface, yeah. and they are not following this because Buffy doesn't want to think about the metaphorical resonance of Spike's crypt. And Spike's literally not there. He's been shown to be not there. Buffy doesn't know he went to Africa, but she he knows, knows that Clem said there. he's not coming back anytime soon. <laughs> In what way does it make sense for Buffy to say not, Spike's crypt yeah. is the last place we want to be right now? Zero sense. Like it. <laughs> It makes, no, there's no excuse other than what's going to happen. The Buffy needs to stay. It makes more sense. It's so dumb. For them to try and realize that this hole that's been, you know, made by the big Eye of Sauron ball thing doesn't lead anywhere, right? Take two seconds two and seconds. be like, oh, we searched and we didn't find, this doesn't connect to Absolutely. anything else. We got trapped even at the yeah. end. That's the that's better for being trapped with a bunch of things that you have to fight. Yeah. In the middle of a tunnel that goes two ways? No, no, run. What? <laughs> You're super fast, Buffy. We learned it last episode. Super fucking fast. Anyway, yeah, it's... Oh, God, I hate that line so much. 
Anya delivers a, again, prodigious amount of exposition about Willow ending the world. That's great. Spooky temple buried. She's going to, she raises it. And the prophecy that Giles has told her is that nothing supernatural can stop yeah. Willow, right? No man can kill her. Is that, right. is that no, what we're doing? No slayer, <laughs> nothing supernatural she can She doesn't say that. Her. I'm just making a Lord of the Rings reference. And it's well placed. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, well. Xander the- is no man. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the first place that my mind went. Yeah, you're like, oh, who's useless? Aha, <laughs> <Right>? I... <laughs> uh-huh. show. I see. I see what you were doing now. Like, even Dawn is too supernatural yeah. for this to work with yeah. Dawn, right? She was almost a ball of energy just last episode. I would say even Andrew and Lil J are probably too supernatural because yes. they can summon things. They got magic knowledge and shit. <laughs> yeah, no, but old Xander just up there listening somehow to this from the top of that there hole mm. where he was gonna go get a rope but instead just didn't do that he's like i don't need buffy i'm going to kingman's bluff alone yep before this happens willow and buffy have a quick supernatural tete-a-tete where willow's saying that the only way to stop all this suffering is to kill everyone blah 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 she understands that buffy's gonna try to stop her you know that's what buffy does there she summons some like lobster demons out of the <laughs> earth to attack buffy and the Dawn. wiki calls them earth golems and I'm like, they're so lobster. They've got though. really lobster claws. Like their hands are very lobster-esque. I'm wondering if they were recycled Borg from Next Generation. <laughs> now I'm not sure how much of the Borg you've seen, but a few of them have real lobster claws. Interesting. And they might have just wrapped those up in like some astroturf and called it a day. I don't blame them. <laughs> You know, because they're not super earthy. Well, they are because they're covered in like dirt and shit. Mm. But yeah, the claws, you're just like, at what point? And then you're thinking, are they supposed to be sort of like roots? Eh, Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Luckily, there's a sword or two around. Two is important because Buffy (gasps) learns an important lesson. She learns the true meaning of Christmas. Oh. As she asks Dawn to help her out with these earth golems, as you have put it. Yeah, I, as far as times to give Dawn responsibility go, this is maybe not the best time. No. Like maybe some training prior to this. Any of the millions of times that Dawn has asked. Dawn's seen a Unix system before to make a (laughs) Jurassic Park reference. (laughs) She's watched Buffy. (laughs) She knows what to do. Well, I mean, I've seen my fair share of martial arts and I think I could... uh, Hold your own. Throw some punches. You're making some very nice martial (laughs) arts-ish motions with your hands. Now, this moment would land a lot nicer if it hadn't been trod twice or three times this season. And I know, I know that Buffy has never taken the step and said, Dawn, I trust you to come out slaying with me. Yeah. But what she has said is very similar in like, Dawn, I know it's important that I spend time with you. Dawn, I know it's important that I am a sister to you. And now to have essentially the same lesson that Dawn is a person rings hollow to me. But I think there's a pretty big difference between I need to spend more time with Dawn and I need to be more aware of Dawn and present for Dawn versus this realization that she's been trying to protect Dawn and like she can't protect her from everything. So then instead she needs to empower her. It's not bad, but having three epiphanies about Dawn, about Buffy's relationship to Dawn in the same season in 22 episodes is too much. It's too much. You're right. And it, it does make the other realizations feel like they never happened. It does. Yeah. And it's that's a bad thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a nice moment. But it doesn't have the gravity that they're trying to pretend it does. It does not. There's like a shot of... 
Buffy handing the sword to Dawn. And you're like, okay, good. You figured it out finally, I guess. Again, though. It's not finally. It's again. Yeah. You figured out something about Dawn again again this season. Good job, Buffy. Again, I like this episode. Yeah. It just has some missteps that make it feel. And like there are a couple times where it does something again. And you're like, I thought we learned this lesson. Nope, we didn't. (laughs) You were you're just remembering wrong. All right. You feel that this show's gaslighting you just a little bit? A little bit. I think this is a good time to come to our second segment. Yeah. This segment is called Hellmouth Survival Guide. Energy means movement. Movement means survival. Luckily, there are bounties of food in the wilderness. You've just got to know where to look. (gasps) Bacon! We must be underneath a bacon tree! Oh. Now, Michaela, you and I, the favorite hosts of this podcast, mm-hmm. have been sucked into Buffy the Vampire oh, Slayer. Boy. What are your top tips for surviving the Hellmouth? Well, I feel that civilian death really isn't an issue the way it used to be. It's true. When there was a high school. High school and we're seeing far fewer vampires than we used to. Yeah, that's true. Don't go to the high school. No, no, no. Uh, stay out of graveyards. Yes. Don't go out at night. Absolutely. Don't wear bright colors. Yeah, we did learn that. that. Yeah. Never say I wish. No. Never do any wishing. I'm uncertain about the level of cross-effectiveness at this time. Mm. At one time, crosses were... Super OP. Super OP. Oh my god. I can't imagine that that's still true, but, you know, carry one. I think I would find my faith if I was in the Buffyverse. I think one of the first things I would do is go to a church and, like, start really believing. Well, and what is the source of power? How is Terra powerful? How is Willow powerful? Mm. Is it is it something that can be learned? Do you have to have this innate ability? Because they seem to make it that Willow is far more powerful with less training, but Terra, with her training, has been able... Like, she can still do a lot of stuff. She's just never going to be at Willow's level. And so I'm going to start studying magic. <laughs> See, I would go the other way and just go civilian, the way that I think Xander should go. Like, the mornings where I get up right now and I'm like, hmm... Do I need to go to the gym? If I was like, uh, there are vampires around. Right? I think I would be like, yeah, I'm going to the gym. I'm training up for sprinting, first of all. Yep. And then long distance running. Yep. And a lot of martial arts training, like close quarter combat. I want to be able to do throws and grapples pretty well. And to escape from grapples. Yes, absolutely. Throws are good. Get someone on the ground and then run. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So like the throw and then the sprint, that's what I'm focused on. Focusing on yeah. in this instance. I think holy water is pretty OP. Holy water would be great. And again, right? I think finding my faith is what I'm doing with the rest of my time that I'm not training. Like, I think you want water balloons full of holy water. Absolutely. Because you just chuck those, they smash, and then you're, you've got a distracted vampire on your hands. The next question is, what do you do with other demons? It's a bit harder. Vampires, That's where the sprinting comes yeah, in, though. Vampires are surprisingly... Easy to deal with from a demon perspective Mm -hmm. because they are sort of the closest to human, I think. And I think they rely a lot more on secrecy, being in the shadows, surprising you. And so you can really avoid a lot of them by just not going out at night. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Martial arts is definitely the thing where, like, I want to learn what a five foot two person does against me. Mm. Right? And I want to apply that method sort of in the reverse. Right. Where I am hopefully throwing things that are seven foot, maybe eight foot tall sure and i'm doing basically the same thing that a shorter person would do to me you just gotta get that leverage right exactly yeah 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 so that's where i'm going with it interesting yeah tips for surviving the hellmouth yeah absolutely make uh super friends also is a good tip 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely leaning on you for magic here. Well, this is the thing. Like, little Jay can just, he can do magic too. Mm -hmm. Why? Did he, just because he learned? I'm a nerd. <laughs> it's true. <gasps> you love books. I can make so many robots though. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be so mad at you and we'd stop being friends. Oh, but I'd have robot friends. So it's true. I don't really need you at that point. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Willow's given a bunch of her drugs to this temple on the mountain and earthquakes start. Yeah, uh, it's not going great. Anya's got a ver very nice speech for Giles about how it was very nice of him to come. But, you know, he gave all Willow all that extra magic that made her like twice as powerful. Ten times, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a lot so, more like, powerful. Now she's going to end the world. So maybe it would have been better if he didn't come. Yeah. It's a very uh, Anya oh, speech. It's adorable. Just adorable stuff. And Xander shows up to stop Willow. And I'm like, yep, that's the non-supernatural one here. Yeah. And so, you know, this is Xander's moment. He's here. He's making the speeches. He's getting through to Willow. But would he have been able to do any of this if Giles hadn't done what he did? So, like, who really saved the day? Xander would absolutely not have been. Because Giles, I love Giles's fucking coup d'etat here. Where he, like, so yeah, Xander is gonna fight, in quotation marks, with Willow. Yeah. But eventually Giles will take all of the credit. Absolutely. And it's hilarious because he's like, ah, oh, yeah, all according to my plan. I gave her the energy from the coven in Devon, which <laughs> tapped into her last shred of humanity. The purest magics. Which made her susceptible to this Xander attack, right? right? The, the power of love. Yeah. <laughs> So really, I saved the day. And you're like, damn, Giles, this is super awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How did you just take credit for that thing that Xander did? But very reasonably, it turns out. Without that, thing. Xander wouldn't have been able to do shit. Because Xander would have died. Yeah, and nothing that anyone else was saying was having any impact whatsoever on Willow. And the things that Xander is saying, they're more personal, but they're not, he's not doing something special. No. He's just showing up after Willow's been dosed. Right. And it's funny because, you know, they really sort of tout this episode as the time Xander saved the world. But did he? Giles did most like, of the I work I think it here. was Giles. I feel like kind of a jerk saying that. But if you look at it from the perspective of Xander saved the world, then Giles showing up is kind of meaningless. Right. Like if, if Xander was going to be able to do it anyways. Let's say it was a joint effort. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I, that's true. Someone still had to be there. Yeah. You need a, a warm body, you know, standing there between Willow and the metal church thing. <laughs> metal as hell. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he says some nice things here about how he's his best friend, the world's end where else does he want to be blah 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 yellow crayon right yeah and then i i've got a picture here that i've called just a simple carpenter because and this did not occur to me being very not religious right but the like allegory that's going on here of where xander sacrifices himself well and he's just a simple world. carpenter yeah. stopping this satanist from destroying the world i will question your biblical knowledge if you ask or if you say that Jesus stopped a Satanist? No, I just I don't think am, that's a traditional No, parable. just like the idea yeah, of... Satanism like, being stopped by a simple carpenter. Right, and like... Who's making sort of a Jesus-esque pose. In the picture I took, yes. 
And just this idea that he's like, I don't have anything special except for love. Which I think at its core was the original intended message of mm. Jesus or the idea of Jesus. <laughs> right. Right. That like, we should all just love each other. It's pretty nice. I would say they have a nice moment. They do. Willow and Xander. Xander says that he loves Willow and through the power of love, which Willow initially mocks. Right. Yeah. She eventually does break down. <laughs> yeah. Because of this exact message. But because Giles, the Giles's <laughs> juice yeah. was... Mm. <laughs> too pure mm-hmm. i don't i don't know how to huh i do hate it you said i would hate it and you're not wrong yep I'm trying to get on board though choo, choo. <laughs> <laughs> uh. all right so willow's more or less defeated by the power of love yeah her, her hair goes back to red so we know everything's a-okay it's the best character moment that xander has ever had oh by far yeah yeah every time he says that he loves her her drugs get less and less powerful right he yells i am no man and stabs her (laughs) stabs her right in the face yeah (laughs) a shrieking noise happens yeah and then sort of like buckles in yeah yeah (laughs) wait is that lord of the rings um maybe can't remember who's to say (laughs) (laughs) yes her hair goes back to normal yeah it's nice and giles is not not dead dead. thank fucking god (laughs) Ah, oh, it was all a, oh, it was a bluff. Yeah. <laughs> he very swiftly takes credit for all of it, which is amazing. I'm so on board for it. Yeah. I'm so on board for him showing up and being like, I got the solution because I'm Giles and I get shit done. He thinks ahead. Yeah. Which no one else on this fucking show does. He had a plan and the plan went off, I would say, almost perfectly. Yeah. He maybe got a little more hurt than he was anticipating and his store is destroyed. Mm. But that's fine. Sonia's store is fine. I I think it's still sort of his though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was left in a really questionable place. (laughs) I don't think we'll ever see what exactly the answer to that was. Yeah. Buffy and Don have their tearful makeup, which is, again, surprisingly similar to other reconciliations they've had a couple times before this season. But then they crawl out of the grave. And it's beautiful. It's a lovely garden. We have Tattoo Gate Part 2. Mm-hmm. As we see. Oh, that tattoo. SMG's tattoo. For the second time. And yeah, they Never. can crawl out of the grave unaided. So it's it is morning now. Well, no, no, it was Willow light. Just Willow just. Hmm. It was light before. It's hard to say how long this took. Remember, Buffy had a plan to like stack the coffins, and they started to do that, and then the Earth monsters came. Right. So presumably been a while they were doing their stacking you know the old the old coffin pile and they're climbing on up together they buffy... didn't try together at first no buffy should just throw dawn oh shit that would be amazing she throws dawn she... up yes 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 yes. and then dawn goes and gets a rope yeah fucking xander and like can't buffy just jump right right <laughs> <laughs> anyways no it's symbolic it's really it's important symbology as hell yeah important shit and then we've got our montage to wrap up the season, Michaela. The I season. I will remember you. It's not the song. <laughs> As we go on, yeah. we'll That's remember. <laughs> uh, something like that happens. Willow and Xander are crying. The nerds are getting a ride down to Tijuana with yeah. a trucker Mexico. who is making them very Leering. uncomfortable. He is leering. <laughs> he is. So... 
I'm going to I'm going to start talking about this now. Sure. So since I was watching my DVDs, mm-hmm. uh, there are special features, etc., which sucked. So I'm not going to talk about those. Oh. But this episode had a writer director commentary track that I listened to the end of. OK, not for this, mm-hmm. for what we're about to talk about. But apparently this little shot of Andrew and Jonathan was the network. The network was like, we need, because there was no resolution oh, after we need they run away. closure on that. Yeah. And the network was like, well, what happened to them? We need closure. And they made them put this, <laughs> this fucking truck driver scene in because they were like, people, people want to know. Scene is generous. Right. Yeah, okay. It, what it's do you literally call... a song playing over this like, one shot of. Yeah, like it's a five second shot. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Good job, network. That's how the network rolls, okay? Really yeah. pulled it out there. Good job. But what about what about Spike? Well, no one mentioned him, so they can't cut to him. So oh. I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I stopped here. Is that not the end? Uh, I had I had one last note oh, here yeah? for season six. Spike has endured the trials. Good job, him. Uh, you obviously don't know any of this. That's oh. fine. Um, oh, no. My ruse is going to be given away when you see my picture. <laughs> the old switcheroo, yeah. you've titled it. <laughs> Spike says, again, he's poorly worded his wish, right? No. No? Continue. But no, actually. (laughs) Spike says, will you fix this chip in my head? Make me what I was. Make me what I was. He never, 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 never uses the word chip. It's true. Because he's not there to get his chip out. Oh, this is what he wanted. Yes. Now, I understand. So the wording is intentionally like that because it's supposed to be a switcheroo, right? right? And it feels like the demon tricked him. Yeah. And I am 100%. Because face, when the demon says the words, you get your soul back. Now. His face is pretty surprised by this. Because they told James Marsters he was there to get his chip out. The script. So the reason I was listening. They pulled a Darth Vader on him. Yes. The reason I was listening to the the, the commentary is because I wanted to hear what they had to say about it. Because I've like read things about this. Because it always felt so wrong to me that he's there to get his soul out. But based on some stuff that he's going to say next season, like, that's what he is doing there. And they have said, they've all said, that's what he was there. And it was supposed to intentionally mislead the audience. James Marsters is playing it like he's there to get his chip out because that is what they told him. Which I called Darth Vadering him because initially when shooting the Empire Strikes Back, I think Luke was told, Mm. or... Mark Hamill yeah. was told that Darth Vader would say Obi-Wan was your father right. and instead pulled out a little switcheroo and said I'm your father yeah. spoilers for episode 5 oh, oof. sorry guys yeah. 1982 something like that yeah 80 maybe yeah. anyway and Mark Hamill was uh, shook I yeah. believe is the modern parlance shook. Right. Right. So in the writer director commentary, so first of all, this is like some of the worst commentary I've ever listened to. (laughs) I was just like, who did this audio recording? It was so hard to hear them because they were still playing the the, um, episode audio in the background. And they were so quiet that it was so hard to hear them. And they're just talking like they're like, oh, and um, this is when we went to the botanical garden to shoot this scene. Um, Right. It's, that is an excellent impersonation, oh, I want to no. tell you. So from what I could hear, <laughs> the this final scene, they were talking about how they put a page out with a vague, like ambiguous line for what the demon says. 
and that like they literally kept it a secret yeah. <laughs> until he says it. And since James Marsters is playing it so hard, like it's the chip, and everything he's saying sounds like it is, that's they're trying to trick you. Oh yeah, like and they it, did a good it, job. It works very well. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that Spike was getting his soul back. That's for damn sure. Yeah, and so then when I kept calling it a question mark, I'm like, he doesn't know. He definitely doesn't. I know. did not he know at all. Because yeah. again, I've seen one episode yeah. of the next season, and I don't remember shit except the last fucking couple minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I think based on what's going to happen in season seven, it makes a lot of sense. And if you know this detail and then you think about all the things Spike was saying, because a lot of it is him talking about Buffy getting what she deserves. Right. And this is the whole the whole thing, right? Is he a monster? Is he a man? And the intent of this is that he realized that he can't be a man if he doesn't have a soul. So in order for him, like what he wants is to be with Buffy and Buffy, he can't unless he is a person again, essentially. If he spends the next five episodes of next season eating rats. <laughs> Listen. And going like full homeless. He's going to be a little crazy. Yeah. Right? You because don't get your soul back without being super cray. Is he going to get over it faster than Angel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Angel took like three years and then seeing a 15 year old girl. It took Angel to get over 80 years, actually. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. It took Angel him, like, is such nonsense. Yeah. So what this show was missing was a vampire with a soul, <laughs> I think, is really yeah. what it's trying to tell us. Sorry. Uh, my final notes for this season are, oh shit, he gets his soul back. That's an interesting thing we've never seen on this show before. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be... I think I, I dislike Angel with a soul more than Spike with a soul. Okay. Right? But Good. maybe that's just because Evil Angel is so much more fun. <laughs> that doesn't say good things. Because Angel with a soul is boring as fuck. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's hard to really remember. Ah, all my all my memories are so clouded, you mm -hmm. know? So we'll see. We'll see how we feel. Yeah. I have to imagine that having Spike around and not having him do and say horrible things to Buffy while professing to love her has to be an improvement. Right? right? It like, has to be. It has to be. So we at least have that to look forward to. Fucking Giles is back. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Gonna get that. Xander will maybe get some confidence back because he's like, you know, savior of our city now or whatever. <laughs> <sighs> I actually almost called that picture of Giles savior of our city. But then I'm like, no, I like Giles too much to write that. Which is, of course, a reference to the Godzilla movie that was most recently released in like 2012 or something. It's such garbage. Oh my God, I hate that movie. It's not the first time we've talked about it on this Good. podcast. Yeah, so just sort of curiosity. Villains is rated 43 out of 144. Okay, that's, so that's that was, 21. Episode 21, last, uh, last episode. 20. No, that's 20. Oh, sorry, right. Yeah. Last one was two, two to, go, to go. Is 37. Wow. And then Grave, this one, is 22. So some pretty highly rated episodes. <laughs> all, all packed right up at the top there. And we've yeah. done like the majority of the lower half of yes. all of the episodes, yes. right? Which makes sense. We only have 22 episodes of 144 to go. Yeah. But well, <laughs> we've done most of the bad ones. We've done all of like the last... 10 at least i think the worst rated season 7 episode is 126 out of 144 yeah okay so that's like the bottom 20 yeah but barely there aren't like a ton of amazing season 7 episodes because we're still sort of at the point where the show's been on for a long time and 
things are just hard to maintain. Yeah. You know, like. No, I've been a I've been a DM in D and D. I know how late campaign goes, and you're like, oh man, I had a lot of ideas that I have not executed on properly. So these things happen, yeah. right? There are definitely some season seven episodes that are, you know, they're in the top 30. Mm-hmm. There's a few. So that's that's good. Yep. Right? There are other ones that are, they're sort of spread throughout, honestly. Sure. I think it's just going to be sort of a, we're not going to be depressed all the time. Let's say that, you know? Yeah. The enemy won't be life in general. No, it's, <laughs> I don't know what the first is. I guess evil. Yeah, it's yeah. just evil. The enemy is evil itself. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you're going to go out, go out with the bang i guess absolutely right? you did a god previously yeah but like what about the concept of evil yeah like how this is the thing how, how do you, do you top fight it, evil right yeah 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 so, so this season they didn't top it they were like let's go no. in a different direction yeah. orthogonal and then they're like oh that was a bad idea top it top, top it, it top it <laughs> power creep yeah i know that you know the last scene of next episode or you mm-hmm. have an idea about it yeah because it's going to be the first evil revealing itself it will take on the form of basically all previous villains <laughs> in sort of a quick montage so that'll include the mayor see, and glory see some of our favorite yeah. friends uh it, i everyone i'm guessing basically i mean who are you who are you most excited to see probably the mayor oh the mayor he's so fun the master the master is gonna <laughs> be there that makes a lot of sense yeah then there are some people we'd rather not talk about, you know. Is Warren going to be there? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Because he's like the villain I mean, of who's the, the season four villain? Oh, no. Is Adam there? Oh, God. So pleased that you didn't consider that he might Like, be. I had fully blocked Adam out of my memory. I didn't realize that he was a character on this show. And I remembered Faith Mayor Giant Snake. Mm-hmm. You remembered Maggie Walsh, but not yeah. her demise at Adam's spiky be- arm. Because it seems like Maggie would be a better villain than Adam. Yeah, no, she would. She would have been a she'd, great oh, villain. Oh, man, she'd have such plans. Yeah. Such solid plans. <laughs> <laughs> She did have plans. Yeah. She made an atom. Yes. Yeah. It was great. Anyway, so I've got that. Yeah. I know that Felicia Day is going to show up. Do you know in what context? She's going to be a potential. Oh, you do know what a potential is. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. She's going to be one of those. Uh-huh. One of those is going to die of natural causes. <laughs> Thanks, Teeks. Fuck Teeks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something about Uber Vamps. Oh yeah, you know about Uber Vamps. That's something fine. mundane happens to Xander, oh. uh, which is not great for Xander. Interesting. And that was spoiled by something on Imager, I think. Strange. Like it was a, used as a meme of some sort. And people were asking what the source was. And it was like, oh, season seven Buffy. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, no. Yeah. There is a particular thing that I know you don't remember or you haven't haven't, seen. You haven't seen. Yeah. Or it hasn't been spoiled for you, I suppose is what I should say that I'm very excited about. I don't know a lot. (sighs) I'm so excited. I know very little. It's going to take us a while to get there. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, yeah. And I guess this answers the question of how is Spike still in this show? Right. Right? Because where we were before Spike had a soul was how can Spike possibly be in this show anymore? Is Anya still in this show? Question mark. They could Cordelia her pretty easily right now. We are not pouring one over Anya. Okay. Fantastic. You will see her again. I'm not telling you how often or We haven't seen Amy again. That's true. And we haven't poured one out for her. I do believe we're going 
going to see her again because I think I checked. I'm pretty sure you checked previously. About whether or not. And we are going to see Amy again. I'm not sure if it speaks very well that I genuinely can't no, remember. No, I, I don't expect it to be very important. Yeah. Like, less important than Rifi's appearance was, <laughs> which was pretty garbage. God, I wish he just came back one more time. Uh, if he you was know? there instead of Giles, shit. <laughs> Would have lost everything. It just, it would be so stupid. <laughs> it would be so dumb. It's, and it just ruins it. Yeah. You know? Like, it's this great moment for Giles. He comes back. He saves the day. And it's just fucking Rifi. Oh, my God. Uh, Good God. Oh, yeah, there is there is more Amy. Yep. What fucking episode is this? Oh, I did not remember <laughs> anything about that. Yeah. How many times have you watched season seven, would you say? Probably the fewest. Yeah. Because... You start out with good intentions, yeah, right? You As do. with all things. Yeah. Commitment is always an issue, especially to something that you're just doing for fun. And like, I love season two. I love Evil Angel. Mm -hmm. I love Faith. Yeah. And the mayor, he is such a good villain. Yeah. So, you know, I get through season two. I get through season three. I'm I'm on fire. Riley shows up. I'm like, oh, oh boy. Adam things, shows up and you're gotten... like, shit. Oh boy. The train is oh, slowing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Season five, we're, we're having an okay time again. Yeah, season you know, five's pretty glory's good. Glory's fun. There's a lot of stuff that could be condensed in season five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I get to once more with feeling. I'm like, boy, that was a good time. Yeah. Get watched some tabular rasa. Great, sure. great stuff. And then there's just like, you know, you're like, ah, oh, if I keep going, I then will have to watch. Then you get smashed and wrecked back to back. Seeing red. Hmm, do I want to watch that? No. And like the payoff of that is three episodes of Willow being evil, which is neat and is done well. But like, do I want to see it? I don't, I don't really know. Right. Yeah. Can't you just jump straight to like seeing red from, yeah. let's say, Tabula Rasa? Yes, you could. Absolutely. What yeah. else happened? So we got smashed and wrecked, which yep. is a bunch of junky stuff. Gone. Gone, Boo. which is invisible. Yep. Double Meat Palace, which I enjoyed, but Again, isn't good. Again, isn't relevant to anything, really. No. Uh, older and far away. Trapped in the house is fun. For, we had fun with it. Surprisingly fun. We had yeah, fun talking about we it. Did. As you were is trash. Mm -hmm. Like that is a garbage pile of an episode that was, we had fun talking about. Yeah, it was so bad. It was so I, bad. I keep forgetting that it's not called Out of the Woods. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just, it feels like it should be Out of the Woods. I just feel like I've created this entire alternate reality where, I mean, he did go to South America, yeah. right? This whole jungle nonsense. It, it happened. was true all along. But then I'm like, was it? Where's Graham? And like... <sighs> What's the, oh, shamans or something? I, oh. <laughs> yeah, the magic. Uh, Hell's good. Bells is important, but again, like we it's had fun with that. It's downer yeah. and they hadn't earned a lot of the things yeah. that they tried to do with and it. I'm like, I don't want to watch Anya be sad. I no. like Anya. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, normal again. I don't remember. Entropy. That's, yeah. I don't remember. Uh, normal again is where she thinks she's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hard pass on that <laughs> because it's literally nothing happens. Entropy. Mm, I'm having trouble. <laughs> Dead things is the one where she thinks she kills Katrina. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck entropy is about. So the nerds are doing chemistry in that one. And that's the one with the alarm going off. Right. 
That's the one where they find the gnome. What the fuck else is happening in that episode? Oh, it's somewhere Anya Banks Spike. Right. There yes. we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. But that did not need to be an episode at that like, point. What's everyone else doing? I don't know. What's Buffy doing? Not a lot of interesting stuff. So yeah, fucking skip from Tabula Rasa straight to seeing red and like the final minutes of seeing red and you won't have a bad time. Nope. Yeah. So as you can see, like definitely I have seen season seven the fewest times. Mm -hmm. So there are episodes that when we get to them, I'm going to be like, oh, right. Of course, I remember that happened. Sure. But like going in, there are certain things that I'm like, ooh, excited for this, excited for this. And in between, not really sure. And then, of course, there's always the things that stick with you for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm interested. Your double meat palaces, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. When they were doing season five, they were there was like a very good chance that was the last season, right? right? Because the network said we're done, but then they get picked up by this other network. Season seven was the end of SMG's contract because yeah. contracts tend to be seven seasons long for the star of a show. So she said she was done. So they knew this was the last season. So they really did try to bring it kind of full circle. And so in order to do that, wouldn't there be some crazy folks in Sunnydale who would think to themselves, you know, that last high school got exploded, but isn't that a great spot? To, like, build a new high school? And, like, oh, I guess Dawn's going to high school now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're, we're going back to our roots. And there's a high school on the Hellmouth. Well, also, we're hiring a fan writer, right? We may or have already done so. Right. And, yeah, there will be some deep, deep cuts. They're going to remember that Xander fucked over Buffy <laughs> in <about> season two. <laughs> Five years. At the end of season two, he was like, hey... Kill Angel. That's the most important thing. Rather so, than Willow is trying to bring back Angel's right. soul. Right. Yeah. And like, that's going to be a kind of a throwaway line at one point. It's not going to be important or like change right. anything. But it's, it's a been, deep, deep It's such cut. a deep cut. So I don't know if there are other cuts that are going to, nothing is going to be that deep. I don't know how prevalent these things will be, but that will certainly happen. <laughs> Which is insane. It's yeah. insane. It'd be like them this season being like, man, those mantis eggs. <laughs> Whatever happened to those mantis eggs? Yeah. Or like, oh, what do you mean Moloch escaped into the wider internet? <laughs> <gasps> are we going to see any cell phones next season? Because cell phones are a big thing as of 2003. This is the thing. And I think the answer is still no. Nice. Because I it just it just is too much of a problem for them. <laughs> like, Anya can teleport. Yeah, I guess that's true. But Giles phoning Buffy up would be insane. He also teleported. <laughs> so everyone's just teleporting. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but that's sort of the intent of that sequence at the beginning of the first episode. This idea of like we're going back to the beginning. Right. Right. And eh, we'll see what we feel about the results of that. But I think that's sort of a good way to try to end something to remember how you started it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I like it. Bookends. Yeah. Will we see AO at the end of next episode? <laughs> no. <laughs> like a fucking what? 15 year old kid now shows up? <laughs> Like <laughs> he looks completely different. Oh jeez! Like what? What seasoned villain are you imagining him to be? Like him and the master are just chilling like together. Zero point five right. to one point right. five. I think. I guess that's true. I, he's there for like three episodes. Of season two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. No Ao. All right. I think we've pretty well covered what we liked about the season. What we didn't like. Yeah. Do you have like a top episode and a bottom episode? 
for all of the once more with feeling hype, mm-hmm. there's something about Tabula Rasa that just the wackiness of it is just what I love about this show. And I like that they this idea that they can give all these characters something completely different to do and that like their personalities sort of come through even though they don't remember who they are, yeah. which sort of implies that those things are inherent to them rather than learned. So, and yeah, just <laughs> Stay away from Randy. Like stuff like that, you know? <laughs> Just yeah. delightful stuff. I had a lot of fun with Once More with Feeling as well. I would probably say that's the best episode of right. the show. I mean, from like a production standpoint, Absolutely. if nothing and, else. And like the most fun I had with it, probably. E- yeah. In terms of underrated things, which I think is also interesting, yeah. I would go with like an older and far away. Or like a DMP. Or a DMP. Yeah. As things that I enjoyed way out of proportion to Do the rating, the of, rating of the episode. Yeah. Well, and Normal Again is rated so high. So high. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that. It's crazy. I hate it. I hate it so much. Would you say that that was the thing you hated most? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Buffy in a mental institution. And then the end of the episode is all like, ooh, what if it never happened? And then this episode, they're literally mocking that. Yeah. 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 I think I didn't have as bad of a time with it as you did. I couldn't fucking stand it. (laughs) Man, I don't know. Worst. There are so many to choose from. There are. There are a lot of bad ones. You know? Well, and this is the thing. So this idea in Seeing Red that Spike has to attempt to rape Buffy in order for him to have this revelation that like he is not a man. He needs to go and do something about this whole soul business. I don't think that that is necessary. No. And I don't think that these ends justify those means. And I really would just, there's no no reason to watch Seeing Red for me at all, except that Tara gets shot and dies. So the last five minutes of it are super important to the next three episodes. But I just, you know, it was coming and I'm like, I don't want to watch that. And then, you know, that scene happens and I'm like curled up in a ball on the couch, just like pretending it's not happening because I don't want to be party to this. I think I can confidently say I will never watch Dead Things or Seeing Red again. No, no, because you're like, I don't want to have this experience. Yeah. It's not what I come to Buffy for. It's not what I come to entertainment for. Right. And it's just like, Spike was already in a bad place. He's already hurting Buffy. He can already have, he can have this revelation. He's been gross for a season and a half. And you're not going to be like, man, why did he like, maybe (laughs) this was barely presaged by the last year and a half. Like maybe just have Buffy say something to him that finally gets through to him. Sure. Like something, something happens or he has some conversation with someone and he realizes like what he's been doing. Yeah. For a year and a half. And then it's like, oh my God. Like, I can't continue this way. I have to, something's got to change. Yeah. And this is the thing too. Just so many of the things he says, they're laying it on so thick for their switcheroo. Like when he leaves and he's like, bitch is going to see a change. And you're just like, okay, <laughs> we get it. You're a badass. Yeah. <laughs> well, get your chip out or you're not. <laughs> but this is another good question. Like, did he both get the chip removed and get his soul back? Mm. Which I don't remember. I can't picture him specifically punching a human. <laughs> But he doesn't really have a reason to anymore. The fact that wacky season four Spike who got tased at the end of a monologue about how he was finally going to make the Slayer pay. The fact that that has persisted for over two years now. Yeah. Just insane. This, this badass decay. You keep thinking, can't get any worse. 
And then it does. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow it does. Incredible. All right. Well, we're looking forward to next season. Woo! I think we're doing next episode as a single one, yeah. not a double. Because no. it's not a two-parter. No. Unlike the start of this season. And we're going to have some fun. I am completely new to it. Which is exciting. It is. Yeah. You know nothing. Nothing. I can spoil very little. Yeah. Unless I go on the internet. Never go on the internet. Though. Never go on the internet. Classic mistake. Is that how you learned that J-Cal eats it? I forget. I think you did, though. It's, I think you yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, I did. That was back when I was still going on the Reddit sometimes oh, to try to be like engaged in the community. Yeah. And then they're like, oh man, when J-Cal died. And I'm like, what? You fool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Foolish, foolish, David. Yeah. Anyway, don't go on there. No. Never. Well, unless you Except to know what's happening. Yeah. Which you probably should if you're listening to us. Although it's not going to be as spoilery going forward because... I don't know shit. You don't, know you don't tell shit. me anything. No. Well, because I want you to be surprised. I want I you to have that, that moment when Giles shows up. Don't just, just... Then just don't tell me the last five minutes of the episode. Tell me the first five minutes. <laughs> The first five minutes are just, are nothing happens. Nothing happens in the first five minutes. <laughs> the first 10 to 15. Oh my God. That's fine. The first 27 minutes. Sure. Yeah. The first 38 minutes. <laughs> That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, until next season then. Woo! Our listeners can always email us beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com and they can reach out to us personally on thedots.com. <laughs> Jeez. Get it? Because they're connecting the dots. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. That is a social network for creators, entrepreneurs, and freelancers. So excellent there. That's guess, that's probably us, right? We're self starters. There are dots. We to create be connected. I'm on there at 101 Dalmatians, Michaela. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm on there at the Dippin Dots. Very nice. And until next season, farewell, farewell from, from the Hellmouth. 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 Hellmouth.